Hello, Dale. Hello. I hear you are the best puzzle solver in the land. A gaming expert when it comes to puzzles, riddles, platformers, physics, and many other brain-hardening obstacles. Is that true? They wouldn't say that unless it was correct. Hmm. Good point. (laughs) Well, if you would like to continue on, you have to answer my three riddles. Are you ready? I was born ready. Riddle one. What has to be broken before you can use it? Ooh, an egg. That is correct. Riddle number two. What can you break even if you've never pick it up or touch it? Ooh. Think hard. Hmm. Be careful. The stakes are high. A promise. That is... Correct. Well done, Dale. Oh, my. Last question. And the hardest question I've ever asked anyone in my life. What podcast is doing an episode on puzzle games and the puzzle genre this week? Ooh. My answer is easy mode. Woo! You did it. You <laughs> solved every riddle this week. Welcome to Easy Mode, everyone. I am Henry K. I am your riddle master for the day. And I am Delayed Dale. I'm introducing myself as the one who solves all of Henry's riddles. <laughs> and because Dale solved all the riddles on today's episode, we're able to move forward and bring you a whole episode on puzzle games and puzzle genre. Yes. And I want to say this is something that I've been asking Henry to talk about since the beginning. And I'm very excited to talk about it. This week with you, Henry, um, what's going to be really interesting is that you are actually going to be educating us on uh, the puzzle genre. Look at you. You're so hype. Uh, I am hype. This is, I actually love this. The difference. You, you'll tell us. Tell us, you know, all these yeah, things. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about what puzzle elements, what, what is a puzzle genre of a game? What is a puzzle? Um, yeah. What are the defining elements? What are the types? How does that fit into games and gaming mm-hmm. and, and the history of it? So very, very, very cool stuff that I'd loved learning into and I'm excited to share with you. Yes. And then Dale, you're going to tell us some freaking cool stuff too. Yes, I'm going to be talking about the best puzzle games ever. Uh, and then I did talk about some of my personal favorites. I have played pretty much all of them and I'm excited to go through this with you. Uh, please follow nerds who are listening. If you love puzzle games as much as I do, tweet us. Let us know your favorites um, before we jump into the episode. Just make sure to follow all of our socials, Easy Mode Show. And uh, Henry, I would like to find the missing piece. I'm right here. And Dale, the riddles aren't over. I have one last one for you. Oh, no. Are you ready to start this week's episode? Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. Dale, a question that I know you ask yourself very often is, what is a puzzle game? How do you define the genre? How do you know that I sit there every single day? The first thing I think of when I wake up is, how would I define the genre? How did you know that? Because you you text me to answer. And that's why I'm about (laughs) to tell you. Um, So basically, puzzle games... um, are sort of really broad genre and it's hard to say it's a genre and to define it because it's really more of ideas and concepts. So Mm -hmm. puzzle elements and puzzle games can be put into games of any genre. 
of mm -hmm. um, any style um, of really sort of anything um, sort of the origins of puzzle games and the sort of popularity of puzzle games start from like the ideas of brain teasers and puzzles throughout like actually like whole all of like human history mm -hmm. um, educational games um, and like things that came out within early years of consoles sort of created that idea and template for the puzzle structure. So like, I remember growing up playing a lot of like, it was called like jumpstart fourth and fifth grade. I think mm -hmm. that was basically like educational games with puzzle elements. So like the, you had to solve something. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like a big influence into the sort of puzzle genre. Um, but as well, um, maze games and arcade games, arcade games specifically were a big sort of start of sort of, puzzle and sort of like can really spread and define that range of puzzle solving um, and really show you how wide it is. There are sort of sort of like a lot of puzzle games that I'd say that you would say it's a puzzle game, but like what you're doing and what's happening is so broad and different um, mm -hmm. that you really do have to keep an open mind when it comes to the genre. Mm -hmm. um, so like game, 1979's um, Hey Yonko Alien, for example, was a big example of um, puzzle games. There's some like action sort of mental challenge games that mm -hmm. are like puzzle, but you're just having to think really hard. I feel like that's always the element, but like a game like Cubert from 1982, like the arcade game Cubert, you're sort of mm -hmm. like hopping on all those blocks. Mm -hmm. um, a few other ones, Atari did Atari video cube, which was sort of mm -hmm. like a, a Rubik's cube um, okay. was also like a big puzzle game from early, early in the day. And then like, um, as time went on, other puzzle games started released on platform, like puzzle platformers was a big genre that sort of started. And we sort of touched that on our platformer episode, which if you haven't mm -hmm. listened to, make sure to check that out. But like um, Enix's Door, um, Sega's Doki Doki Penguin Land, Space Panic, sort of that platform puzzle element of it. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the biggest ones, uh, games that we sort of, is considered a puzzle game and sort of a big defining moment within like the history of the genre um, and popularization is Tetris. Tetris? Um, okay. Huge. Yeah. No, no. Huge. Tetris is a huge part of my childhood, too. Um, but continue with your thing, and then I can tell you a little piece about why Tetris is so... Maybe that's why I'm I love puzzle games so much. <laughs> um, so Tetris is credit credited with, like, revolutionizing gaming and making, like, puzzle solving really popular. Um, some people argue that it's not really a puzzle game because there's, like, you're not solving for anything. But the argument for it is that, like... You, there's a challenge and like a lot of thinking involved in how the decisions and like factors to be yes, successful. And that's, that's what sort of makes it a puzzle as opposed to like solving. Um, it's not that you're solving something, but you are using strategy, which is a really big part of um, uh, like the gaming. Yes. Um, so this game was created in 1985 by a Russian game designer, Alexei. I'm not going to mispronounce his last name, mm -hmm. but it didn't become popular until it was released for Game Boy, Nintendo Game Boy in 1989. It was inspired by a very traditional physical puzzle game called Pentonomino, where players would have to arrange blocks into lines without any gaps and sort of basically how you play Tetris. Um, it was a moderate success on the PC and in arcades, but it sold 30 million copies on Game Boy alone. So that was like the first like big launch for it. Mm -hmm. um, but that sort of was like a big defining moment for puzzle games within the genre. Um, tell me about your Tetris story. I my little Tetris story. Um, yes. My dad had this like little handheld. It's like it wasn't a phone. It was, it was clearly in the shape of a phone, but it was just like a video game. Yeah. Um, and it was only you can only play Tetris on it. And this phone, this is like <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling it a phone, but it's like a little handheld Tetris King. We took everywhere. So whenever we go to like the man-made beach in my city or we go to like the lake or whatever, we'd always have that. And so after we'd go to the water, we would take turns playing Tetris or like, you know, 
the internet went down or something just playing tetris so like i just Aww. have so many memories of like my dad and i being like i beat your high score no actually i did that oh you didn't do that oh you made a mistake there you know oh my so gosh. People, you know like my dad played a lot of tetris uh yeah and tetris did even to this day is still prevalent and there's competitive petrus petrus yeah. tetris sorry <laughs> i've seen like uh tetris speed players speed runs mm-hmm. and stuff like it's this game with blocks is so big and the music let's not even get into the music being so iconic <laughs> i mean even tetris had the recent release in the past year or two on switch which was a big big deal where mm-hmm. you were like playing tetris online against people like yep. a very very That's competitive cool. game i love that um, so tetris itself at the time inspired like a lot of sequels clones knockoffs of the game as we see pretty frequently but mm-hmm. there were sort of some games that innovated on sort of like that puzzle genre so pipe dream which was also called Pipe Mania. It's like a game where you had like control where water flowed through pipes um, mm-hmm. to help divert like a, a liquid. Um, and then a big one was in the 1990s. This game was called Lemmings. It was it's still considered one of the greatest puzzle games of all time. And it's like these creatures who just like walk forward into deadly situations. And it's your job to like assign them jobs and like uh, do things to help guide them to a safe destination. Um the water so that was, thing that you talked about is so popular in so many games. Like yes. the water puzzle, like just like yeah. the different, like, uh, what is it called? Like the different items that to make anything flow or and even energy or whatever. That is so popular even to this day. Yes, it is. You can get that on your phone on a mobile app right now. Yeah, um, you really could. Um, oh, and yes, can, let, I, can I give you a fun fact before you carry yes. on? Uh, puzzle games are the number one uh, mobile game. Of course. Like people, people, like, people love it. It's like the number 60% of people will play or like it's like have if you have a mobile game, like that is a puzzle game. So a lot of people do enjoy thinking and being engaged, especially while waiting for something helps time go Mm -hmm. by faster. Mm -hmm. So I can see that. But yes, Lemmings was like this um, computer game with these little like uh, creatures are walking forward and it's your job to sort of get them safely to their destination. So there's a lot of like dangerous elements in there. So you sort of had to figure out in a puzzle um, how to get them to the end safely. Um, and then uh, basically like a lot of uh, different sort of puzzle games became really, really popular in like the early 1990s to mid 1990s. So like Minesweeper came out with Windows 1995, which was like that game that just came with your computer. Um, yeah. Mahjong became very, very popular. Oh, my God. Mahjong, uh, big part of my childhood. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> we had that's when like the mouse was first established, which yes. became very popular for the PC on and became a nice tool for puzzle games mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so basically puzzle games are narrow down or types of puzzles i guess are narrowed down within a few categories i'll talk about a few um and then you're gonna take us through some games in a bit that it will sort of see how those are implemented throughout like a lot of games so like you will be able to see how it's not really a genre it's more like an element it's a tool to create an experience yes um so uh, one of the ways that they're categorized is physics um so that is games like portal the tallow principle the witness um world of goo cut the rope um angry birds is a physics puzzle game Peggle, yes. Monster Strike, Crush the Castle, like those are all where you're using physics to solve a problem or get to the end of a level or need to achieve something, a specific solution or goal. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the main ways. Um, there is a subgenre within um, puzzle games called like coding games. And a lot of that now has to do with like learning how to code uh, and you need special like programming skills. Um, some games like that are The Incredible Machine, Space Cam, Infinite Factory. And that's mm-hmm. sort of like you have to create codes and elements that work to create and achieve that goal Mm -hmm. you have to like figure that out um 
the next one, which I think is an interesting and one of the broadest, but also like this is how you know how applicable puzzle is as a genre to gaming. Um, and that is exploration. Um, so that includes pointing clip games that require you to like collect things and identify things to solve a certain issue. Um, they require like, you have to, there's like a deductive element. So when exploration puzzles, there's, you have to like sort of deduce how to advance using your environment and the tools and items give it to you. Um, mm -hmm. And then sort of the defining trait of that is that you have to sort of experiment with things before you can solve them. So you have to like figure out what's missing, what's working, what works with this and what doesn't. Um, puzzle elements like especially in a lot of games like um they don't always give you like the answer and it's not sort of oblique so it's up to you as a player to figure out and keep checking other things that maybe you haven't resolved an issue for mm -hmm. and how that applies to where you are in the game um mm -hmm. some really like notable exploration puzzle games is like the mist limbo uh, the dig monument valley and like um a game we talked about recently well there's a lot of escape room games um like the room but a, a game that's doing very well that we talked about in a recent episode is escape academy just came out this week mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and people are loving that and that is straightforward an escape room puzzle game that is what it is and it's having such success also i do want to add this so exploration subgenre this like element is in a lot of um like single player games so resident evil uh, mm -hmm. that I played in uh, this Tomb is my Raider. personal Tomb Raider you know Alien Isolation if there's a, if you're playing a single player game there's generally some sort of puzzle element or do you have that or even like in Dark Souls there's a little bit of a puzzle like I need to yeah. go to this one area to get this ring to go over there like that was a bit of a puzzle like you know like yeah. it's not very they're everywhere continue yes. <laughs> um another one of the sort of subgenres of puzzle games is hidden objects games so like often you see those in a point and click um, a lot of mobile games are like hidden object games where you have to find things and use the items within a scene. And sometimes even just like in exploration games, like a hidden item is um, huge because you have to find this item that's like out of sight, out of mind, hard to see, um, not just there right in front of you that you need. And like you said, you can't advance without it. So mm -hmm. um, hidden object is a, is a puzzle element to gaming. Um, and something you do see in a lot of games that you see in mobile games a lot, but you do see in like single player adventure games, it's like tile matching. Um, mm -hmm. So solving a puzzle using tiles and getting everything to be like lit up appropriately or matched appropriately um, and, or like create a completion. So sometimes it's a tile game that's maybe like that pipe game we discussed earlier. Mm -hmm. um, some some games like that are like threes, luminies, uh, but like they have like that is an element that you can see as a genre, but also as a sub element to tell a story across a variety of games. Um, but that's really all of them. Uh, they're obviously so versatile and like um, applicable to different situations. I think that's what makes this sort of like genre and element so freaking cool. And I do want to say I'm really grateful and happy that we're talking about one of my absolute favorite types of games. Any kind of, you know, puzzle games. I'm always mm -hmm. trying to get you to like play and talk about it so i'm very excited and it was when you were talking about all the different uh puzzles and options and the different i guess subgenres, with that lack of a better term uh i was thinking about oh that's in that game or oh that's in that game like it's yeah. really everywhere um except for like you know i guess not in fps have you ever heard about like in like multiplayer games like online like fps or like dead by Daylight or anything like that? i think there's any puzzles in those no um, i wouldn't say those are necessarily puzzle based i guess no but i'm just i'm thinking like those games that don't even have like a puzzle in it at all yeah. whereas like some other like first person games that i'll be talking about now like have way more like puzzle yes. aspects to it so it's really interesting now next time you play a game think like oh look at that puzzle element is that, that a was puzzle about. is that a puzzle look at that <laughs> um 
But yes, let's go into my section where I discuss some games. Some parent these are on a list of the best puzzle games of all time. And how many of them have I played? Actually, I'm gonna ask how many have you played? Because I've played pretty much all of them. All right, so this game, uh, Little Nightmares, very big. Little Nightmares one and two. Henry, have you played it? Um, I've seen all the playthrough of one and two, uh, but I personally myself have not played it. This is a puzzle game in itself. You're basically you've got a little character. You're trying to make it to the end, either escape, find food, um, and it's uh, it's one of those puzzle games where you're trying to escape from the the monsters that are trying to kill you. So there's that element of fear. But there's more of like, where does this go or how does this next piece break? So, for example, I had to grab an item and smash a mirror like I you had to like kind of it was it was kind of like point and click in a sense or um, more a little bit of exploration as well, because each area had its own puzzle on how you had to solve that level. So Little Nightmares is one of the uh, best puzzle games of all time. Publisher Bandai Namco developers. Tarzier Studios Supermassive Games. Um, you can play it on all platforms. And it's out now, so you can play it whenever. Uh, this next trilogy, before I even read the list, I was like, oh, this needs to be on there. And then I read it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's on here. This is, like, what basically got me to fall in love with these kind of, like, horror, uh, like, puzzle games. So have you heard about the Zero Escape trilogy? I actually haven't, but I've been looking it up since you mentioned it. So I'm just like, <gasps> I'm like the first one I ever played it. was 999. Basically, there's nine you, you, there's nine characters and you uh, show up, you basically wake up in this room, you escape this room and then you're all out there. You've got these watches on your wrist that they'll, they'll kill you if you don't do the puzzle correctly. There's like different rooms. It feels very like Saw kind of. I've never oh, seen wow. Saw, but um, basically the, you're kidnapped, taken out in a familiar place. There's nine people. You're forced to participate in a diabolical game by this like mastermind called Zero why are you here? Why are you chosen? And who can you trust? Uh, what I also like about this game is not only are there like so many different like puzzles, but there's multiple different endings. So uh, you can try different puzzles that will lead to different endings, which I think is like a very cool, um, a very cool like uh, part of the game. I love Zero Escape Trilogy and you can play it on. I played it on my Nintendo DS, but you can play it on Nintendo DS, PlayStation 4 and on um, what's the word? PC, PC. Like, personal computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what's really funny? If you like that game, this is sort of off topic, but you should check out the anime Danganronpa. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So it has a few entries to it, but um, it is also a video game where basically um, you have to solve who committed these murders. So, so it's the same situation. Nine people wake up in this place. You're like, why am I here? Um, oh. And then they sort of, um, if you, the concept is this, someone has to die every night or they all die. Um, and someone does. So you have yeah. to solve who did it. And if the person gets at like every time someone dies, um, they have to uh, figure out who did it. And if they get it wrong, everyone dies except the person who committed the crime. Oh. And that person like wins, I guess. Um, that look, gets that to sounds, escape. no, I'm going to add that to my list. That sounds like quite the mystery. Uh, kind of going off on like a different type of game. We ta- The first game that we did was more of like you, you move with your controller. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit of a platformer. There's no like fighting. Zero Escape was more point and click. So Celeste is actually one of the best puzzle games ever. It is a platformer. We talked about this on our platformer episode, but you know, we were talking about the physics of puzzle games and yes. um, kind of like how will this go there, where, etc. cetera. Uh, Celeste is one of those games because you have to know, like, I have to jump off this wall to go here. Or I need to like do uh, that game. 
is a huge puzzle in itself. And within that, there's also the puzzle of the story and like the mystery of the mountain. So that in itself is a puzzle. And Celeste, if you haven't already, go listen to our platformer episode where we really dive into everything about Celeste and the developer. But 10 out of 10, love it. If you love platform games, love puzzle games, I would give Celeste a try. Um, so Henry, while we're filming this episode, uh, we know that Stray recently came out. It is one of the yes. most popular games right now. It, it, it has like overwhelming uh, reviews and like popularity and how people really enjoy it. But the game recently came out and it has already made up the list of like one of the best puzzle games ever. So yes. I'm excited to play. I have not played it, but it looks amazing. Uh, so you play as a cat in a city that has long been abandoned. And so you must go high and low, solve puzzles. And as you carefully like go up and kind of play along in the story, there's so many different puzzles and puzzles have like consequences and stuff. So I'm really excited to play this game. The developer is Blue 12 Studio. The and the publisher is Annapurna Interactive. Um, so I think both of us, we wanted to play this game. And also they have a, a mod for it where you can like mod it to look like your cat. Yeah. Because there's no customization so of it. So I want to like customize my cat in this kind of world. But apparently the puzzles in this game are amazing. And I'm really excited to try them out. Okay. Uh, number one on this list and number one on multiple lists that I have read is actually Portal 1 and 2. Portal is has made such a strong impact on, on everyone's like gaming, gaming. journey. And yeah. just gaming in general, like uh, Portal is one of those games that can be enjoyed by anyone unless you have like a fear of like something. I think that's or motion the only sickness or motion sickness. But uh, it is one of those physics kind of games. Like what happens when I do this? Um, there is. If you haven't played Portal, go play Portal. It is amazing even to this day. Uh, yeah. And there's also multiplayer versions of it, too. Uh, it's available basically on all consoles. You can even get it on the Switch. So 10 out of 10, love. And Valve is great. Valve is a wonderful developer and publisher. And Portal will continue to be a staple for, like, if you like puzzle games, maybe that's, like, a gateway game. Like yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe Portal's a gateway game. <laughs> Portal's, like, a physics game. It's a brain game where you really have to think to find a solution to mm -hmm. each room and issue. Um, it is sort of also thinking. like an action game, yes, ad action adventure. Um, but the there's a lot of great. a lot of thinking, and you do just have to think about like physics and science and space. Sometimes and I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes, and you have to like be creative with your um, like problem solving because like one way, like it's not just like one direct way to the solution. You might have to do multiple different steps to get to the overall uh, yes. result, which is um, yeah, difficult. It is difficult. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the next one, when I read this, I screamed and you're like, what? And I said, oh, my gosh, this game is on here. So the game is Baba is You. It released in 2019. OK, and I got this game on a Steam sale and I bought it. And um, my friends were like, what is this game you're playing? Like, I would share my screen and show them. And the thing is, people really got into these games. It's one of those puzzle games where you're like basically moving around like either a block or you have to like it's one of those things where you have to go to a door. You know, those kind of puzzle games. Yeah. Um, but there's like different physics, different mechanics. And as you go to the different levels, there's like water. You have to avoid the water or there's traps and such. So you have to like think outside the box, but there's only like a certain number of moves. Um, you know how like you can solve a puzzle in like five moves or like this can be yeah. done. And, like it's one of those things. It's like you're, what moves you do matter. And then you the only options are reset the level or quit the game because like there's no like how do you help? Uh, Baba is You is amazing. Um, developers, Hempuli, Oi, RV mp2 and the publishers hempuli and rv i apologize i've said your names incorrectly but i love this game if you guys have not already 
I love Baba's You. Henry, please try Baba's You. I'll even let you it go on my really Steam. It looks really good. Very creative. I'll let you even go on my Steam just so you could try it. Um, because it is one of those, it's one of those games that's so simple, but mm-hmm. you can just really enjoy. It gives you a little bit of stress when some puzzles you can't solve. Um this game, the next one is uh The Witness, which you told me to talk about. I, I, did. I haven't even heard about it, but it is one of the best puzzle games ever. You wake up alone on a strange island full of puzzles that will challenge and surprise you. And then I watched some of the gameplay of it, and it's really the interesting. The gameplay it's like looks incredible. It's your incredible. first person um like point of view, and you're like going around. It's like actually you trying to escape and just figure everything out. Um, so amazing. It's on all the platforms. It was released in 2016, so Definitely check it out. And then these are some notable mentions for myself because I they were on the list, but I figured they deserved to have their recognition in the spotlight. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the first one is Professor Layton. It is one of the games that really got me into like visual novels. It's a puzzle adventure visual novel. The developers level five. Uh, it's really sad, but level five no longer operates Aww. because they have low sales. But Professor Layton will continue to live in my heart. It is one of those games that's just strict puzzles. Puzzle and storyline. You cannot progress in the story unless you beat the puzzles. Um, And the puzzles are very creative. The music is great. So 10 out of 10 love Professor Layton. Then the Phoenix Wright series uh, when I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. But it was nothing like the video games. (laughs) Uh, Another puzzle, adventure, visual novel, point and click, like you said. Um, finding an item and then point and click, figure out like how it goes. And it's one of those things where the puzzle is the crime. But figuring out like... This person's guilty or not guilty. In a sense, that's yeah. also like a puzzle. And there's different items that you have to apply to their um, their testimonies and the different objections. Also, they had a crossover with Professor Layton. And did I play it? And did I love it? Yes. It, well, I did see pictures from that. That was so freaking cute. That was like so to see them great. together. Oh, it was so wonderful. And the music, I just like the music is something amazing. And finally, I've mentioned this before. I think we've brought up this game now what four times. Uh, Grizz. The visual masterpiece, a puzzle game that goes through the five stages of grief. Um, yeah. This game is an experience like no other. I I really recommend everybody try this game out. Um, we all have something to learn through ourselves as we play it. But what are the elements of gr- grief that make it a puzzle game? Uh, so there's like you go through sadness, acceptance, anger, and then each of them. What are the last four? Acceptance and I forgot there's the like denial one. somewhere in there. Denial, there? yes, yes. So that the five ones, but each of the different stages has a different color. So like uh, anger is red and then I think acceptance is green. And then there's like each level is a different color, which is really cool. Um, So, yes, that is my game section. And as you can hear from my voice, I am quite excited to talk about all these games. I do (laughs) love myself a puzzle game. And you're like, Dale, Dale and her puzzle games. They are great. But uh, if anybody who's listening has played any of these games or is a fellow nerd like me, please tweet us. And also, here's a fun thing. Let us know what was your first puzzle game that you ever played. Uh, I have memories of my mother teaching me how to play Mahjong on the computer. Aww. And it was only recently that I learned that there's a strategy to Minesweeper because I was randomly yeah, there pressing. Is. So I didn't learn that until a lot later either. A lot later. I mean, I still can't really play it. But let us know. Um, Henry, what was yours? Um, I would say probably, I mean, growing up, I would say maybe like Minesweeper. I Minesweeper? Guess. Okay, on the PC. Yeah, that was the first yeah. one because I, I got a computer young because I was the only child. So they mm-hmm. needed something to entertain me. Did you ever um, win? No, mm. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't understand. Well, I feel like we have solved the puzzle of this week's episode, which was just puzzle games. Puzzle games. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Um, I, you'd say it was a missing piece to easy mode. 
this was topic and episode. Oh um, there's a lot of games I want to play. I do. I had forgotten about The Witness until um, we started going into this topic, and I mm-hmm. have played Portal One and Two, so those are so freaking nice. Um, yes, but this does make me want to play. Um, look into that. Escape Academy, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, did come out this week, and it's getting great, great reviews and response. Um, so I want to play that with some friends, like ASAP. Um, oh yeah, it's got great responses. Like yeah, nine people are loving rating. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to try that. Um, all puzzles. I love escape rooms. I do them in IRL. So games that oh, are yes. like that. I've done a few of those I that love I love. Escape rooms. And maybe like escape room games is an episode we can do it sometime in the future. Oh, yes. Um, maybe the whole episode should be us trying to escape a room. As, oh, well, <laughs> well, they'll never hear the episode because we won't get out. Oh, um, but, thanks for uh, hanging out this week, everyone. And being the missing piece to our puzzle, um, yes. to being the physics to our um unfortunate reality no I'm just you um, you complete the t- us. match t- dale you're my tile match oh um, i got a match you are <laughs> um but um this is such a freaking freaking fun topic i cannot wait till next week but we'll see you next week how about we that? we'll see you every week we'll see you mondays and you know what we do we keep it easy mode <laughs> goodbye bye